ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends and foes, and even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead service family members. Now it's time for some Bible teaching. My beloved, this is Daniel White the Third, President of Gospel Light Society International with the White House Family Devotional Reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 140. Charles Spurgeon was a prominent, influential, uh, particular, English particular Baptist preacher. He was very influential among the Christians of various denominations during his age and even today. God is still using him. He being dead, yet speaketh. And is commonly called the Prince of Preachers. After some time of alternatingly searching for God and running from God, and I understand that. <laughs> I was running as fast as I could from God, yet I would catch myself praying, God, show me the light. I was just the strangest situation. Anyway, he had a powerful encounter which led him to give his life to Christ. Spurgeon was only 16 years old when he preached his first sermon, and he began publishing books shortly afterward at the time of his death. He had preached nearly 3,600 sermons and published 49 volumes of commentaries, sayings, anecdotes, illustrations, and devotions. And as I said, he being dead, yet speaketh. We're at Psalm 16.1. Preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. Dr. Spurgeon expounds, Preserve me, keep or save me, or as hoarsely thinks, God me, even as bodyguards surround their monarch, or as shepherds protect their flocks. Tempted in all points like as we are, the manhood of Jesus needed to be preserved from the power of evil. And though in itself pure, the Lord Jesus did not confide in that purity of nature, but as an example to his followers, looked to the Lord, his God, for preservation. One of the great names of God is the preserver of men, Job 7.20. And this gracious office the Father exercised towards our mediator and representative. It had been promised to the Lord Jesus in express words that he should be preserved. Isaiah 49, 7 and 8, Thus saith the Lord, the Redeemer of Israel, 
and his Holy One, to him whom man despiseth, to him whom the nation abhorreth, I will preserve thee and give thee for a covenant of the people. This promise was to the letter fulfilled both by providential deliverance and sustaining power in the case of our Lord. Being preserved himself, he is able, watch this folks, he is able to restore the preserved of Israel. For we are preserved in Christ Jesus and called. As one with him, the elect were preserved in his preservation. And we may view this uh, mediatorial supplication as the petition of the great high priest for all those who are in him the intercession recorded in John 17 is but an amplification of this cry, Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. When he says preserve me, he means his members, his mystical body himself, and all in him. But while we rejoice in the fact that the Lord Jesus used this prayer for his members, we must not forget that he employed, he employed it most surely for himself. He had so emptied himself and so truly taken upon him the form of a servant that as man he needed divine keeping, even as we do, and often cried unto the strong for strength. Frequently on the mountain top he breathed forth this desire, and on one occasion, in almost the same words, he publicly prayed, Father, save me from this hour. John twelve twenty seven. If Jesus looked out of himself for protection, my, 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 how much more must we, his erring followers, do so as well? O God, the word for God here used is El Hebrew, by which name the Lord Jesus, when under a sense of great weakness, if you will, as for instance, when upon the cross was wont to address the Almighty God, the omnipotent helper of his people, we too may turn to El, the omnipotent one in all hours of peril, with the confidence that he who heard the strong crying and tears of our faithful high priest is both able and willing to bless us in him. It is well to study the name and character of God so that in our straits we may know how and by what title to address our Father who is in heaven. 
For in thee do I put my trust, or I have taken shelter in thee. As chickens run beneath the hen, so do I betake myself to thee. Thou art my great overshadowing protector, and I have taken refuge beneath thy strength, yea, thy wing. If you would allow me to add that, this is a potent argument in pleading, and our Lord knew not only how to use it with God, but how to yield to its power when wielded by others upon himself. According to thy faith, be it done unto thee, is a great rule of heaven in dispensing favor, and when we can sincerely declare that we exercise faith in the mighty God with regard to the mercy which we seek, we may rest assured that our plea will prevail. Faith, like the sword of Saul, never returns empty. It overcomes heaven when held in the hand of prayer. I hope you got that. As the Savior prays, so let us pray. And as he became more than a conqueror, so shall we also through him. Let us, when buffeted by storms, right bravely cry to the Lord as he did, In thee do I put my trust. Go ahead, Spurgeon, and amen. Shall we all pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you so much for your powerful holy word. Help us to remember it. Help us to remember it, Lord. Help us to main, Help us to retain it in our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our spirits. And help us to obey it and to follow it for the rest of our lives. For your glory, praise, and honor for the lifting up of your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. For we, pardon me, Lord, pray in his holy name. Amen. Now, dear friend, thank you for listening to the White House family reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, here's how you can be saved from hell and walk with the Lord throughout this life and in the life to come. in that wonderful place called heaven. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty for sin the Holy Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Third, dear friend, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now as I speak. 
Jesus Christ said in Matthew 18, 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee, it is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, dear friend, that is all very bad news. But here's the good news. I have some good news for you. It is called the gospel. Gospel means good news. Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So just believe in your heart, my dear friend, in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ paid your sin debt, that you owe God. Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins as the sacrificial Passover lamb of God for the sins of the whole world. Jesus Christ went through hell and went to hell for you so that you would not have to go to hell. He was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you and for me and for everybody so that we can live eternally with him in heaven. He did it for you and me. He did it for us. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will save you. Romans 10, 9, and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what, you ask? Saved from hell, saved to what, you ask, saved to heaven to be with God and to be with Jesus Christ and to be with the angels and the saints of God forever. My dear friend, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead uh, by the power of God, Trust in him today. Believe in the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ today. And uh, in your heart. And please pray with me this simple prayer called the sinner's prayer, which should be a reflection of your heart, of what you want to say to God since you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner 
and I have done some bad things in my life in your sight. I am sorry for my sins, and today I believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ. Holy Father God, for Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon me, and please forgive me of all of my sins. Please forgive me of all of my failures and my faults, as I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried, and rose from the dead by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and save my soul from the hell that I deserve and save my soul to the heaven that I don't deserve. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to truly repent of my sins and to turn from my evil ways and to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your holy name I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, Please go to GospelLightSociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a proper request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.